It's a podcast. And now... Welcome back to more garbage! Hey yo, hey yo, guess who's back? Today, one of the top tier MCs in the rap game, General Steel. Yes. Oh, uh, there he goes, yeah. He was waiting for like an escort to bring him out from stage left or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, we go back a minute. Still, I go back a minute, but you know, special shit coming out this week. The, yeah, uh, the third installment of the uh, America's Nightmare. Is it a collection at this point when you do three? What is it? I guess that's yeah. got another one to add to the collection, baby. Where's oh, it at? Shit. Where's it at? We're going to take them through the history. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. That's <laughs> Serge got all the vinyl out of the stack. That joint looks mad clean. It looks good, right? <laughs> and you know I have a double. <laughs> but yeah. That's the remix. Oh, man. Love that album. One of the best. That album's one of the so best. Did you produce that oh. remix? You produced that remix, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. did you? Which remix? The one, the, the Nervous. The one that FTL saved. Down Boy and, um... What was on that one? That the single. That. Um, so much Sound Boy? It must have been... It was Let's Get It On. Sound Boy remix and, um... Man, well, I See, I didn't pull out the singles. <laughs> I should have pulled the singles, too. Yeah. This album was really good. Yo, Salute man. To my bro, SK. I really enjoy that yeah, one. Man. SK. That's the kind of album really that, that it ends, and you're like, damn, it's over yeah. already? He's a, brand, he's a brand new dad, too, so I don't know. Maybe we, could probably, maybe we could probably hit him up and get him on here with us for a little bit. You know what I mean? Should we bring SK on? We can we can we can uh, reach out to him. I think I think he's uh he probably put the baby to sleep by now. Mm-hmm. We should definitely tell him to get on the chat room at least. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about the new project first and then you know we can spin out. How about we start from, how about we go the other way and start from the beginning? A little bit of the history like you were saying. Cause I, actually there's a couple people that are curious, especially out here, some of the fans out here. Start from the beginning. Let them know about some of the origins. How did you and you and Tech get together? How did you guys manage to get together? Duck down. Okay. The origin. Take us back to the nineties. I'm about to. I'm about to. Um, I'm actually in the process of writing a book about that. About that whole. That whole matter. Yeah. Excitement. Um, it's amazing, like how it came about. You know, it's like. Me and Tech went to high school together. Um, oh, by the way, I got, I got to ask you that. Which high school? Uh, graphic Arts, a.k.a. Print. Okay. Graphic Communication Arts. Okay. A.k.a. Cybertron. Cyber <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was a lot of, it was a, that was a rites of passage that, that whole, that whole time. Um, Rockness Monster lived right across the street from me. I was introduced to him by my uncle. You know, I, my uncle put me on to a lot of rap too when I was, you know, junior high and stuff like that. And um, I was getting molded. I I didn't have no uh, concept of becoming an artist, anything like that. I was just enjoying the explosion. You know what I mean? 
um, later I, when I met Rock. It was crazy because we live in the same project and never crossed, crossed well, each other. How many people live in those PJs, though? It's a lot. It's a lot. It's four buildings, but um, they're tall. Though. We live where his building is located is like on a on a separate block, and then you got the other three buildings. Like he called his building an island. You don't even go over there unless you know somebody you want to visit. That's like a whole separate <laughs> entity. But Rock was though when I met him, he was already dope. He was crazy. And at the time, I was a solo artist. But Tech, okay. um, Tech was was we was Rock. We was we was running around Manhattan like, you know, like <laughs> savages. <laughs> so he was building that bond. You know what I mean? <laughs> And salute, salute the bro, uh, Cookie Head. When you hear, when you listen to the Shining, when we talk about PNC, Cookie Head, and Bo. These are the guys that actually introduced Tech and I. You know, so if it wasn't for them, it wouldn't be like all those guys is from Best Style. I'm the only one from Brownsville. And normally that don't go together, but <laughs> we, really, we, we managed to uh, build this crazy bond. Like Cookie Head, Cook, big old pimp, Cook. It just so happens that his mother and my mother were friends. They they happened to be co-workers at Family Court in Brooklyn. So our bond, when we talk about PNC, it goes so deeper than us just talking about raps and stuff. You know what I mean? So from, from being like that, then tech start picking up the rap later. You know what I mean? We went to school with cats like Craig G and and and, and um my man, uh, Sticky Fingers. So we would see these guys coming and going on a rap stuff. We wasn't doing nothing. We was making demos. I was making demos still rhyming on Dolo Missions. And Tech would just, we would come to the studio, of course, and um, we wanted to be an engineer behind the board. Dudes was like very like introvert at that time. We was around so much live stuff in New York. I'm not going to say I was out mouth, nothing. I was just sitting there soaking it all up. And that's where, like, okay. running around with DSEP and all that, that's where that mentality of boot camp comes in, you know? So, but before it was boot camp, it was major organized sound troopers. That's hard. Major organized sound troopers. That's ridiculous. Okay. And most. M-O-S-T. Most. M-O-S-T, a.k.a. the man of steel. So, you know, I was, I was, I was in my head trying to be creative because, you know, you learn it from hip hop. And if you're going to put your two cents in, you want, you know, utilizing whatever, whatever you have absorbed on, on, on that journey. So I don't know. It was like second nature to kind of like be a part of a, a bigger collective. So, you know, when I met Rock, it was great. Um, I had a brethren at the time named Dawn. We call him Don Q. And um, he was the DJ. And he was running around. I didn't know nothing about a 1200, sir. I didn't know what any of that stuff was. What is that? What if, oh, that's a oh, that's an expensive turntable? Dude, how are we going to get that, bro? <laughs> so we so started out were, with one turntable. You know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah, so you were... Like, uh... We built it up. We built it up. So we had to form this brotherhood through all these struggles, man. We wasn't on nobody. It was a couple of uh, cats that was uh, more in a higher position as far as seeking deals and more knowledgeable about stuff like that. And they wasn't sharing nothing with us. You know what I mean? We was like the little runts. 
and uh, we was building. So every chance we got, we would go to either Thorn Crib, if his moms would allow us, we would go to his crib and practice, um, write rhymes, record rhymes on the little um, tape deck. Right? Four track. And not even. We didn't even have that. I don't even know. Like, Thorne is one of those geniuses, right? He's like one of those kids who was mixing at four. <laughs> okay. He was in the club at eight, like this. <laughs> you couldn't even see. You know what I mean? His brother, his brother Shalik, Luke Shalik, um, <clears throat> he had did some production for us back in the day, too. But Shalik, he learned from Shalik how to get into all of that. So he, he was more knowledgeable than me. You know what I mean? I was just like the guy that was doing some rap. He did some mad magic stuff on the on the York stereo one time. Oh my god, with the accent. Okay. Like, Damn. We was playing I mean it's up. I mean he's so talented, man. I always find but, this kind of stuff interesting because, you know, that person may not have, you know, blow, blown up the way Smith and Wesson did and maybe didn't get the critical acclaim or, or the deal, but obviously was was an essential part of the culture that 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 allowed like your talent to flourish or or inspired you in some way you're listening to more garbage hot take tuesday catch us on facebook.com slash more garbage you catch us on twitch.tv slash more garbage tv and let's bring the fellas back in. We're gonna go back to to what you were talking about before. This whole the whole point for getting on, right? right? Where you're putting in the work, you're doing the rhyming, but you weren't taking it seriously at at that point. It's kind of like when when people take up handball or hooping in the park or something like that. You're gonna you're gonna do it, but you don't realize you're practicing. Yeah, yeah. Practicing for for something bigger. During that during that part, you start to see other people aside from the people that were searching for your deals and stuff. Were there other people that you were directly related to that were on? Like you were saying, you went to school with with Craig, but were y'all were y'all hanging out? Craig G, yeah, but were y'all hanging out or? I didn't know him. I know him. I know who he was. Of him? Are you kidding me? He had a battle with one of one of my one of my big bros, one of my DSEP big homies. We on the corner every day. Crushed him, saying, and and they battling, and 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 Craig just pretty much bust his ass. I thought Craig was gonna get beat up that day, <laughs> but it was it was it was all it was all it was all fair, you know. what I mean, it was all fair play. And he just laughed about it and kind of just like I was like, good, because I I would have been horrible. <laughs> well, I mean, did you throw you? Did you ever throw your hat in the ring as, as far as, like, did you have to battle or was it more? Battle like guy. Nah, man, I was totally not a battle guy. I was, like, I was I was sort of an introvert, too, man. So I was, like, doing a student thing in the streets, and I was writing down my writing down my scene. I was studying rappers, trying to find my style. Okay. Know? So um, I was such a fan. Like, I had to, I had this wow and the dexterous flow. I was, like, the Poison Clan and the Five Deadly Venoms, you know? Like okay. Okay. a Chuck D rhyme, a, a, a KRS rhyme, a LL rhyme. You know, I have my I, my girl raps. You try to you try to find your your space. I wasn't no soldier salute, none of that. Really like that. It was just really just trying to be poetic, creative, okay. and working with the bros in the building, like um, in Seflo, 
it was just us. Like how in boot camp on the scene, it really was just us. It was nobody that came and said, yo, come over here, guys. You know, okay. everybody was kind of just covering their information at the time. So for us, it just allowed us to really get together and lock in, you know. It was okay. Great. Glad we did it like that. Well, then let's talk about the graduation from that, right? Now to the point where, like, people are starting to starting to grab interest. Is this as you guys are forming Smith and Wesson, or is this uh, is this the point where you met where you met where you met Drew Ha? I got a I got a I got a I got a big up uh, my, uh, my my sister Tracy. When I was running around doing my solo stuff, I was hitting them variety shows. Remember the variety shows back in the day? Yep. Yeah. Tell me this, right? The variety show back in the day is so ill when you think about it in hindsight, because it's just like what we're doing right now, minus the all this interesting technology. Like it was no fans there, it was just you in front of a curtain rapping. Yo. But it was on TV. But now it's just like this. So it's like, wow, that's kind of ill to me. Like the public access, like the full circle kind of yeah, situation. 100%, 100%. Yo, so, public access was that was that was that was they was giving they was giving dudes a chance. Video music you know? box, right? I wasn't really um I can't remember doing like performances, shows and stuff like that. I didn't have the access to really get out there like that. So at the time, my man um had a partner prior to that named Chase. And his uncle was managing us. Chase had uh, stepped off to do something else. He was on some other hustling vibe, more um, super businessman, young young genius. But I kept with the rap, so they turned me on to this thing, you know. So I began to start taking it a little bit more seriously. I mean, yo, I remember one of our shows, boy. We put I, I can't remember the name of the bar. I feel like the name of the bar was Shenanigans or or. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it was like it was like somewhere by 34th Street. It was one of them famous oh, that bars. Weird shit. Yeah, like 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 Hennigan's or Shen, Shen, you know what I mean? Some real Hooligans or something like that. So I got I got that. Like, uh it, I mean this is still high school. I'm just like I don't do I probably had like two raps. You know what I mean? And and my boy Chase, so he was like he was like cool G rap to me. You know what I mean? But he but I, I he was fast with it. I was a little bit more reserved. So later it started to come for me when we started, you know, getting together. So the, the in the graduation it became mostly family, you know. Like um a couple of dudes from the hood would come to the to cause I at some point I had set up I had set up shop in my in my um, my auntie's house and we could go there. And we would have powwows, man. So of course it was rock. All the all the usual suspects would come through, and a couple of other cats would come through. So our vibe was getting strong off for that. Um, it it wasn't until later, when um, OGC came, obviously, you know. Uh -huh. um, but back to Tracy, she's a very important uh, piece to this puzzle because she saw me on a variety show, and I was um, we went to we was at George Western House night school and um you know we we the, we the type that sit in the back of the room he like yo you was on um tv i'm like nah wasn't me <laughs> she's like nah i know you was you know what i'm saying we when we just became friends and she's like yo you gotta meet my brother and his partner that was black moon mm -hmm. at the time Welcome it wasn't even ramen yet 
So they was dancing. That was that, that's when dancing was 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 it. That's why okay. when you finally see them come out and they um in the first video, they jumping all over the damn place. <laughs> they was like fire plugs, man. But meeting them, you know, that was the other formula. That was the other wait, formula. Wait, 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 wait. Now it would just let us to guard, you know. Wait. Building you're, and adding on. You're referring to Buckshot and Evil D as I'm referring as, to Buckshot at five five F T. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Beat them guys later, with when they started going into the studio. When they when they when they dropped that first single, this was like I'm skipping mad pages, man. Okay. That, that's why the book is gonna be important. You know what I mean? I was just trying to picture right. Buckshot and Evil D like doing a dance or two. Now, well, it was was um. And then as Bush was like, okay, sure, why not? It was crazy because I had got like, I was able to do the my boy Dre that was managing me at the time. And I had got, um, I, I started doing some showcases, man. I had did a show with KRS One. Um, nice. Yeah, I, we was a nowhere next to each other though. I clearly had to get off the stage and go. I was, you know, uh, opening set. Yeah, opening yeah. set in my little one song. Warm up. You know, I'm not the guy to run up on rappers and meet you and all of that. I like to, you know, I respect to do space. So, what's interesting about I guess, you know, me and Tech was there already with that, boom. Then Rock came. Because the Supreme is my cousin. So later on, that's the, the reps, Supreme and Elohim. He was getting groomed. I was house in his room anyway. I mean, we in his room all day long. So everybody was just building and soaking up wild, wild energy off everybody, man. Um, when Buckshot and them finally kicked off, those are the only cats that that, that 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 reached back. I started going and hanging out with Buck like every day on Franklin Union, you know? Mm -hmm. Every day, uh, every day. Me and Tech was at every studio session after like, probably like they was in, after they single dropped, they was like, what, like two, three songs in? Then when we came, we was in the studio every night, hopping the train. Chair, that came out fast after. Bagels, you guys you know dropped I mean? right after. Crazy. So, that was um that's when we started talking about ranks because technically okay. it was damn near like security for these guys you know what okay. i mean so we wasn't we wasn't allowed to really it was their time to shine and this is where I, this is what i'm glad we did it like this because a lot of a lot of rappers especially your friends and family sometimes they they they, they don't respect the lineage and they i don't think they mean to do it like that gotta be it's, it's patience like when black moon came out smith and wesson had to wait you know what i mean right it was right. on scene getting cultivated we was well, you know what you know because because what you're what you're saying is really important for a lot of the people and maybe the younger cats or even some of the older cats that nowadays even trying to trying to get on or are, are with somebody that's trying to get on it always seems like it's too long. Aside from telling telling someone who might want to get on, like, okay, have patience. Yeah. You know, what other advice would you give to somebody who's really close to? Let's say, let's say your, you know, your best friend, he gets a record deal, right? And a lot of people do say they're going to take their people with them. They want to. 
right? They're like, look, I'm getting this money. You're pretty talented. Let's get this. Let's try to get this money. But for some, they get impatient. They feel like it takes too long. But what other advice could you give them to help them help a person like that wait their turn? I mean, <laughs> first and foremost, just be good. Like, be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're really good, trust trust people gonna they're gonna it's gonna come sooner than later like it wasn't that much later for me and tech you know it's like when they bust we sat there and and, and was dedicated to whatever the movement whether we was learning so we was able to build relationships with beat miners even dear mr walt we was able to right. learn um the, the, the studio process you know what i mean from a more professional perspective because we, we was doing what we was doing we was going to we was buying like uh, our studio get get the studio for like two hours on Eighth Avenue, the regular. You know what I mean? We doing sample yeah. on the piano and all that. But now we get to see these guys four track, eight track, sixteen track studios, and this is like you 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 know it's mind blowing. So all of these things are, are very valuable. So we was we was good enough for when it was our turn. They threw us on the album. Blacksmith and Wesson and it was and it was and it was a go from there. And we was so available that when we when we went to the label and they introduced us to Drew High, Drew High was interning, you know what I mean? So it's like he was hanging out with the crew. So when he okay. met us, when he met Tech and Steel, he ain't never meet no cats like us before. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now it's like, yo, we took him to Brooklyn. He's playing basketball in, in, in Tonkins Park with us. It was nuts. <laughs> so it's like we building up this wild, crazy rapport with each other. And we was good enough to get that slot. You know, we sat there. So once you, so when the people heard that and when the label heard that, the label immediately was like, yo, we got to get him a deal. And also well, at the time, all that shows up on the record though is crazy, yeah, right? Right. It, it, you you start to see the the transformation, and it's like okay, and you, you know, nervous. Um, mm -hmm. It's still pretty much uh, a, a new um, a new label, um, but they but they right. got um, they've been around on a dance on a on a on a on a, on a dance tip. They kind of shit. And if I'm not mistaken, I think the Black Moon when that came around when that came about that was like the first. Tom, they did yeah, a hip hop uh, release. Yeah, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, "They are nervous." Like, right. Okay. <laughs> that had me confused too. How did that go? But it but was, that's that's a testament to how powerful that music and that movement was because you shifted an entire label's right focus right. and consciousness in right. one one or two releases. That's crazy. Right. So you got to be good, man. <laughs> if you good. Then you're gonna you're gonna your patience will play its role. Like I think that if you know you're gonna you're gonna succeed, it's just the ones that are are insecure, who gotta hurry up and do this, hurry up and do. Let me oh you putting the album out? Let me put an album out with you or something like that. Like you're gonna get crushed, bro. That's why I think I think not this, by me by your own your own massive ego. When the people people are gonna choose what they wanna rock with. And this era is crazy right. for kids because they have metrics. Right. They're like they're competing like. Be patient in a time where you're watching somebody gain fans by the moment. <laughs> While you're taking a shit, you're like, "Oh man, my competition." All right. So yeah, now now keep it a buck. You gotta be as good as this person. Like, what is right. your appeal? You just you think because you're just gonna come and spit a sick. Especially now, it's not gonna go down like that. You gotta do something interesting. Like these kids. I mean, 
it, it takes a minute for you to understand what's really going on. It's like, yo, we're changing the game. Every step of the way, we're changing the game. Every time you tell us it's going to be one way, we're going to find the variable. It's like, all right, you guys gave up on this. We didn't because we in these we in these areas. Sometimes it's in an urban area, rural area, and we're building a, a counterculture right here. And if we get an opportunity to go get a camera, and my man just happens to be a, a dope artist or graffiti cat, and so we we're gonna start a clothing brand. We're gonna we're gonna dress you up. You're gonna look like six nine. You're gonna dye half your hair, do some crazy stuff on camera. Uh, and then people gonna go, yo, I got a check for this guy. What's going on with this kid? Like, oh, this is kind of interesting. What's oh, up? Man. That, that's you know the what? culture. Uh, that's what the culture yeah. is. Would you say the game was a lot more expensive than in the 90s at that point, right? You're talking about studio time at a point where, like, I know when, when me and my boys were coming up and trying to, trying to make music, right? Only one of us had enough money to get the gear and we all we all we yeah. all used his gear yeah 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 for sure I, I mean we had to do some nefarious things to get to, to get the money for the studio <laughs> so i think that um i mean if you want if you want it you got work for it i don't mind the the the, the budgets i mean it's times where you have like our first we got seventy five thousand to do it we were you writing okay. before you went to the studio or were you writing at the studio i was i was young i was hot bro i was hot i was doing it all <laughs> you know what i'm saying because okay. okay. i was doing it all I, I, but right now like i'm one of those kids now because i prefer to be in my lab i prefer to do like my last interestingly enough um america's nightmare um three and two Three and two. I did both of okay. these in, in this crib. You know what I, mean? I did both of them in the crib, but on, on two, I took it to the studio, uh, my man Brian, and I was trying to make sure my joint sounded superb. That was Treehouse, so, right? Yes, Treehouse. What was that, New Year's? Um, yeah. On this particular project, SK has the system set up where he he's just okay. banging out. He's a mad scientist, that dude. He's like right. Lex Luthor. And I mean, it's like, and he's mad humble. You know what I'm saying? He's he's such a genius. Like, he's so good, he don't have to be a, a, a an asshole. You know? And I love right. that. Respect. Vermont, man. Yo. Runs in there. It keeps you, it keeps you calmer, I think. <laughs> the water, the air over there is different. The weed and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely, he's definitely a piehead too. Um, it's just no five boroughs rah rah. So that's what happens in Vermont. You know, you get your, you get your social security number and a bag of weed. Vermont. <laughs> the first time I saw just sidebar, like people randomly, like random, like like a couple smoking weed in a park in the midday it was in Vermont in the nineties, and I was like. What the fuck is going on here? I'm like, this is a weird place. So when y'all, so when y'all got your major label, when y'all got your major label deal, you said you got a seventy-five thousand dollar recording budget. It was right? That's not a major label, right? Nervous is not a major label. To us, it was it, major, but it, it, it was, it was compared to, compared to, uh, com, well, compared yeah. to no label. <laughs> well, not to loud or priority or I mean, something like. That. At the end of the day, majors have. Shareholders, nervous is, nervous is the major. Nervous no, I mean, I mean, like public. Mike Weiss and, and Mike Weiss, right? And they're just hustling. And, and they had like 
some interns. So they was really they was they come from the days of of of, of raping you records. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like oh, we got a pet now. We can, but when we came on deck. At least we, you know, we held we held on to our publishing. We ain't know nothing about but that. So it wasn't so much the money, cause we ain't have nothing anyway. But we we had nothing to lose, man. You know what I'm saying? We are gonna sign this contract, and we're gonna work on our project. And we went to work immediately, you know. And 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 then we got a single, and then we got a video. So now, it's going hand in hand with Black Moon. It's not like we doing the cannibalism. But those conversations okay. come up too. So uh, really? We don't we're not trying to eat each other's food. So we was able to have diversity even within the group, even within the collective, where we was able to come out on the hardcore thing, and then they could still live, and and we started to build it out. So it wasn't until Helter Skelter came, um, where it just got super scary. You know, it's like a whole nother different elevation of that so it's like all right so now we can all live in our own mm -hmm. space but then what do we what is this this is boot camp this is something that was discussed before me and tech even um you know as a studio we would have our talks we would have our bills mm -hmm. like bucktown boot camp you pick one i pick which one you want to bucktown for boot camp boot camp publishing all right bucktown you look bucktown publishing is my shit. No, so yeah, that's that's what I was gonna get into. Is uh, you know, I was gonna ask you. I have it on my notes here. Is Bucktown USA your own label venture? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's my that's my company along with my partner, Cynical uh, uh, Smith. She, okay. She's the one that you know another beautiful genius that took it to the next level. Bucktown was always my baby, and once you have the, the the anthem out, I'm thinking about how you capitalize on on the brand itself, because it's deeper than just having a song. To me, mm -hmm. that whole counterculture that we created, is, and that whole brotherhood, you know. So even for Brooklyn Nights, even for cats, that's not even Brooklyn. You can understand why that song is, you know, is an, is an important song like South Bronx. Uh, you know, Joints like that. Oh yes, <clears throat> oh yeah. You know, Brooklyn is always needed a, a you know a, a theme song. Let's say you know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's, it's, that's you. that's one of the theme songs to this day. You know, yeah. Bucktown. Yeah. That's an anthem. We got lucky Ooh. to work with them brothers, man. Beat minor cats. Um, Shout out to Mr. Wall, Evil D. And we started in their basement, so and they're still there, and they're still there. So it, it, it was still that same mentality of kind of like being in the crib, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and before you get this step across that threshold, you got to respect the process. There's a wild energy in that house that's amazing. Oh man, it's insane! <laughs> and, and at the time, we was we was in there writing. Um, his his mom's was there. I'm a do God resting in heaven. Um, so it was no nonsense, no monkey, <laughs> no, no loud nothing. But you can go down there and create. She respect that. She'll come downstairs and make sure you was writing <laughs> bars. <laughs> you know? And um, if you want to smoke them funny cigarettes, you got to go outside across the street. Other than that, the vibe was elegant, man. And, we, and again, 
If we wasn't patient enough, we would have learned nothing, bro. We would have learned nothing. Bro. We would have we not have been able to uh, continue to to be in the game and be successful. Um, I heard. Well, I heard you earlier when when you were referring to you know your man that was already like deep in into rhyming when you were just starting to think about it. You said this guy was like Coogee rap already, which you know yeah. it's just. Just another like tip of the hat respect to to Cool G Rap himself. So I'm I'm assuming that's that's an early influence. I was I was wondering, Absolutely. like what are, what are some of your like you know early Cool G Rap like faves or, or memories or you know what I mean? Like or or who were some of the other artists you were like really inspired yeah, by? I wish I wish like I wish I had some photos of me in high school where I had like you know I wasn't poor but I I couldn't buy all of those crazy cool things that everybody else had so I was uh, the type of kid who would take off I had like these two speakers these small speakers I don't know if they suck because I don't know nothing about what they the, the technical thing was. But I pretty much took the speaker out of this box and rigged it so I can wear it as headphones. Oh. So I would be in the school with the headphones, rated X, 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 for the ladies, 195 pounds of beef. Check your eyes, Curly, here, go team. You need practice. I mean, the floods of blood on your mattress. Like, everything that G-Rap was putting out was just nuts. Like, you know, yeah. uh, um, Rikers Island, uh, everything he was putting out, man. And then, you know, the other cats, like, I was hanging out with groups that was in the music, so everybody had the, what they liked, and you, every now and again, you would be exposed to that. So, um, EPMD was an early influence. Okay. Um, this is all this is all high school rap though. Mm -hmm. You know. Anything before that was just what you can get your hands mm -hmm. on. So, right. And, um, or what you heard from other people's tapes. But I became a I became a fiend. Rakim, forget about it. Like all that was fascinating. Like, Cause I lived I lived in that area. I used to see that Alby Square Mall was was like, dang, I can't wait to go in there. Like I wonder if I came in there right now. I got I got souped up. I got souped up when I bought my first when I when I had enough of my own cash to buy my first real leather jacket over there in the Albert Square Mall. In the, in the mall, yo, I'm saying yeah. that's classic, man. Every time I I go up in there to this day, man, just be like, you know, memories hit you. But um, I'm glad they changed it because that that was going to it was going to to, to the to the dogs, man. It was looking crazy. I'm like, what are y'all selling in here? Like, this is what's this is like a swap meet now? What is what's what is this? <laughs> you can go in there and get like, like seed, seed with the, you know what I mean? You can go in there and get you a, a, a like a, a graffiti on the shirts. You can go and buy some, a buy you a Sherlin or something like that. A, a, oh a, shit! A yeah, the real Sherlins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. You know, but you better be with some people because you better not, you know, you go downstairs. Go across the street to DeKalb Avenue. Yeah. Go Goodbye. across on that DeKalb side. And start Goodbye. working towards Brooklyn Tech. That shit is gone. Goodbye. Yo, that's crazy. Bro. But those are the things that make you like, you know, 
we survived that. <laughs> that era, that, 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 yo, that's kind of interesting, just, man. Just, to just me, to live in, I feel like a, I feel like a vet, bro. To live in weird 2020. <laughs> that's what my soldier mentality call. I mean, we lived through that stuff, yo, wow. <laughs> We're ready for the end of the world. Let's go. Couple of IDs and all of that, but a couple of guys ain't come back. But we we still out here. (laughs) Give thanks, thank the lucky stars. Last time, last time, uh, I think it was the last time I saw you. Yeah, when uh, when you were doing the the shoot. Yeah. And I walked in the room. And I'm like, every person in here has an article of camouflage on, right? <laughs> One person had a camouflage tie. Someone else had the hat. Someone else. He had the the sports jacket, camouflage sports jacket, like dinner jacket, yeah. you know? <laughs> had the everything camo on and his wife. My question is, have you ever had, like, a negative reaction to that from someone? Like, from... Maybe like a military veteran or something like that. You ever experienced someone like being someone funny? About- they, uh, luckily, no, man. Luckily, cause I, I, I have respect for the for for the for the soldiers that serve, man. I know it's a a, a, a double-edged sword for, for 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 some of them, but I respect anybody that will take a opportunity to go and and just heighten themselves and do something for like like selfless for a country that might not really care about the outcome or whatever, but I think that's dope. And I always had a fascination with it. Um, I, I avoided it. I avoided it by this much because I almost went to the reserves. My dad was talking okay. reserves. I'll tell you why I ask because I remember specifically I brought I bought this sweater, like this kind of cardigan streetwear sweater, and it had like these gold wings on the chest. Mm. And it said veteran, and it was oh. and it was kind of like a streetwear veteran kind of thing. I, th- I think I'm pretty sure it was like a tendy piece or some shots fired. And I remember one day uh, my boy came over, and he was like, "Oh, yo, you were in the Rangers?" <laughs> <laughs> and he was. So he was yeah, like, holy yeah, shit, yeah. I, I never realized, like, yo, brother. And I'm like, well, I'm like nah, this is just like, yeah. it just like looks cool. <laughs> One thing I learned about camo is don't wear whatever's active military. You've, t- you've right told me that before, you actually. Play, you play BDUs, right? Just Where saying. Like, don't even put the name, name if ta- you're, patch if on If you're wearing something... I've, I've definitely had people at airports. I've had people ask me at airports if I'm military because I have a camel bag, and I'm like, no, not at all. No, <laughs> like, I, I've got, I've got, I've got question, but it wasn't. Thankfully, it wasn't. No, nobody got no, no bad vibes about it. But you know, I got family members that was in the military. I got friends that was in the military. And the thing about me is, like, although I love it, I'm a, I'm a camel crackhead. Um, <laughs> like a lot of my stuff that I got is is from people who have served. You know, it's like, yo, okay. so it's honor. It's like, for me, it's an honor to uh, rock yeah. like that. And, and what's crazy, big up my man, Kurt Reeves, cause Kurt, he's, a, he's, 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 he's active in the Navy right now. And I think okay. he might be up for retiring or something like that soon. But I met him through tech, this one of the tech homies from VA. 
and he's in the navy, man. He's uh, he was he was on the boat when all that stuff was going on. So he was he was out there. Chris is a dude who Chris. loves polo. He be on the gram like this. He just uh, you know what I mean? That just really he got beautiful family, and um, I, I seen him one day with 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 the um the whole you know the whole garb on, mm-hmm. and he had the mask on everything. I said, yo, I need that. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> I need that, bro. He's like, yo, I got you, fam. I was like, yo, I no disrespect. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna wear, you know, the honor the flag, and honor you guys, and and you know all the soldiers that's 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 putting in that time, man. And yo, sure enough, sure enough, it came it came in the mail on Monday. He sent me. It's called a blouse. Okay. He's like, yo, what you want on it? I was like, yo, I. I I don't know, man. I don't know what the line is. Like, he's like, how many stars you want? One star, four. I'm like, oh man, you're gonna get me beat up in the street. I don't know what you. I was like, well, in the in the hip hop, I'm five star general, you know. And I do, I do have to okay. uh, play that role. Honestly, I'm applying a um a similar, you know, a similar process that you guys. I mean, never no disrespect, always highly honored. But I tell you a funny story though. We was in South America and uh-huh. and like Colombia, you can't even they tell you don't even wear no camo out there. Oh. Geez. Right? Don't even I so that's like that's like seventy five percent of my wardrobe, bro. <laughs> so I was like, well I'm dude, I can't even <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I can't wear no camo. Most countries right? are like, that's when you switch to black figures. It was it was after that. He had a know, moment. That, I think with the Brazil, right? I think the whole boot camp was there. So it was it was it was it was magnifying, right? This dude threw a jacket up there. You know what I mean? So I caught the jacket and I'm like, yeah, I put it, I threw it on. Boom. Right? And I I wore it home. I wore it one day on the train. Right? And I was with Ruby Skaggs that day. And I think we was headed up to the studio. And I'm seeing this dude looking at me on the train, man. Spanish kid. He wasn't a kid at all, though. He was a grown-ass man. And he was about six something something, right? So I'm looking at this dude looking at me. I'm like, yo, I don't, I, I ain't in the mood. I'm a New Yorker. I'm not in the mood. So I don't I don't play all of that staring games. I know he was he a fan or something. He see me say something, bro. Like talk about it, bro. So as he begins to approach, he says something in Spanish, right? Unfortunately, my Spanish is a little rusty, <laughs> and I have my trusty Dominican homeboy with me. Skags. Son, start talking to him, right? And I noticed that he was a little upset. This guy, right? And but the whole time, I'm just standing there because I'm ready to go. You know, <laughs> I'm ready to go. If he yeah. act crazy, then we gonna get it going on the train right now. But Skaggs really diffused something that I had no clue what was going on. <laughs> so apparently, okay. I, I had translation. The, the jacket that I had on that I got from South America had Trujillo. Okay, somebody's name, yeah, Trujillo. Trujillo is basically, he killed a lot of people, family members. Ooh. Yeah, like that. Like, I should have had Idi Amin or something, you know what I mean? Like. Osama bin Laden yeah. on my shirt on the train. I've been like, yeah. you know, people have been finished. So Trujillo, I had no clue. I had the, I'm like, yo, what was that about, son? 
he was like, yo, nah, he's like, yo, you know, I forget where is that, but Trujillo is one of the worst monsters in history. Like, he, he next to one of the other worst. He's like, Meanwhile, two. someone's throwing that up on stage, like. They obviously served there. They probably was in that, in that regime. But this, I'm like, how you get that? It's why I got his name on it. He, did he get that made? And he just was like, trying to set me up for the jokes. What do you know? <laughs> Because that was dangerous. Meanwhile, I'm all the way back in the United States of America with that on and about to get... About to no. Get you, were, you were in New York, the global city. I was in New York, right, right. <laughs> Apple. Uh, just but, happened to run into the wrong Colombian guy that saw that saw the jacket it like nuts, man it was it was it was real though it was it was um i think i threw that shit away too i wish i'd have kept it ebay <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to um offend anybody yeah like that that's crazy man. right so that's not like me. how easy is it to just not wear that instead of being like nah fuck that i'll wear what i want it's very easy man because i got i got buckets of of of, of camouflage stuff right and I got like helmets from dudes that was in Afghanistan. I got my man Sven, salute Sven, and right now he's Sven. in Middle East somewhere. Oh, he's still doing it. He yeah. went back because he's like, man, I can't do this. He's the, he's his mentality. He's there, right? He's there. Okay. I don't, he done this, so he done served in the in the in the in the French military. The thing you see on the TV with the guy with the white hats and. He done been in Afghanistan. He been. He been. And I think he probably like in his maybe early thirties, if that. You know, but um, he gave me um, he was a he's from Germany, right? The German, flight German, Yeah, that he flight gave me this dope uh, military jacket. That's from that's from um, where he was serving at. So it's like, you know, I love it. I'm in the. I'm in the. I'm in the. Um, you I'm just gonna, gotta you gotta wear things from countries that don't have too much beef, right? Like, <laughs> you know, like, like all countries have beef, but like you're like, oh, there's a don't lot. Go of rock, don't go rocking no Myanmar uh, camos right now. Like yeah. you know, yeah, you got, yeah, yeah, you gotta, gotta yeah. be careful. And you gotta you, one thing you gotta be gotta respect too, because sometimes I, I I forgot. Like I had um, you know, I went to the store random and just bought a bunch of patches. Mm. If you start doing that, you will get some looks in the supermarket. Some old dudes. Some used like, patches, yeah. Oh, in a world. Yeah. Reappropriation, yep. and they're like, Oh, tell really? me about it. I got a bunch your... that, like, I don't know what that symbol means. Well, you know, you wear the wrong symbols, you attract the yeah. wrong motherfucker. You ran up yeah. on Cynical, Cynical had a, has a, 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 an uncle. I think he's an uncle that was a Buffalo soldier. And she got like a few patches. I threw one of the patches on a polo, on a polo jacket. It looked like the, just a, but that's for the, you know what I mean? That's straight respect though. That's it's like you know, that's connection. The, yeah, my uncle was a Buffalo soldier. That's his patch right there. You know what I mean? I'm a Buffalo soldier too. So yeah, I'm rocking that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back into the music thing real quick. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. You guys are starting to you guys are starting to come up in a time like the '90s is is all or arguably arguably the golden era of hip hop. Right, right. Say. It's a very very right. very rich time. There was a right. lot of talent was, coming from a lot of different places. 
right? Right. And a lot of and a lot of money being thrown at the industry itself for, you know, big events, big shows. It was a little sloppy. We're still figuring it out, and it was you know it had too many uh, corporations with their hands on stuff because they can talk that talk. It's it's unfortunate because I feel like even though a lot of people got successful from signing, that kind of caused a, a, a wow void, you know, a crazy separation, splinter groups, mad groups broke up off of off of the most crazy stuff. It always drives me like it behooves me to think about like. When you started, when Tekken still started, we had zilch. Why would we? Why would we argue over one hundred and fifty thousand? Right, right. Why would we argue over one point something million? Like, we went from getting seventy five thousand for a budget to getting a half a million for a budget, to getting zilch, to getting twenty five hundred for do this or five thousand to split. Like, when you make it about making that money you, you probably gonna go down that road where things are gonna get very sketchy for you and your your team fast you know right i don't i don't i mean and them, them stories them, them stories is never good stories to hear nope think about none none of them nope <clears throat> and they're all the yeah. same at some point they all boil down to the same exact yeah. thing yeah it's true so, i mean i like to see i like to see dudes with that entrepreneurial uh, mindset, but if you if you come into the game, and where most of us came from, we came from zilch from nothing, and then you start adapting that 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 mentality of the same vultures that you didn't like to be under the umbrella. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are we? How are we preserving this right here? And then you got to add on tack on the fact that dudes is is trying to you know they microwaving stuff right now at a, at an alarming rate. And um, yeah, they they digits is crazy. So popularity and popularity and poverty don't really click together as much as you would like it, unless you're doing something substantial for the people in the in that community. You know, we always gonna have the, the galvanization of it. Yeah, you out there like um, the other day I was outside giving out toys, right? Uh, big up to Jackie Love, my man Mike Hands. They have the um, organization that they work with. Um, Big up to you for giving out them toys. Yo, I mean, and it was cold that day too. I was like, what? <laughs> but afterwards, you know, it was. It felt great for me because I'm like, yo, if I can't help, like I'm helpless, man. I don't like that feeling. And so I can sit here and be selfish all day and munch down and eat that food and be mad, greedy and fat with 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 with, with gluttony. But then, but what is that? So I can't, I can't, I can't even, you know, like today my, my wisdom was telling me, she was like, oh, snap. Bezo stepped down as CEO. I'm like, that's evil. It's evil. Like, but how much, how much hundred, how much, how much trillion dollars can you make? Like what? what yeah, really? I mean, he's going to be on the board. He's, he's yours, the executive like, chairman. And I think, yeah, if, if you were him, you'd want to enjoy some of that, right? Right. No, oh, wait, 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 wait. You're, you're both overlooking the the Bill Gates effect, right? So like, Bill Gates has stepped down from Microsoft, but now he just wants to run the world. Okay? Right. <laughs> He's like, I think I can block the sun, and so Bezos is gonna be like, yeah. Yo, that shit. I'm I would go. Do I'm gonna go to Mars faster than Elon. Fuck all the like doing nothing. He's gonna take it all hey, over. Listen. listen, Richard Richard Branson was the first one trying to trying to get up in space, right? And and now he's probably, he's probably, 
like hood rich compared to compared to to Bezos and Bill Gates, right? They're like, that's your yacht, motherfucker. We yeah. towing that yacht. Behind us. I mean, you just you just you could. It's interesting because you could talk about cats and you could you could parallel that with rap. Then you go like, how do you destroy your whole industry? How do you just eat your whole your whole culture up? You can't blame people say culture vultures like dude what is these like you keep coming with these cool little one-liners and stuff like that but that's the point a lot of times it's you like it's but not- like we live in the capitalism machine which thins things out to like the simplest thing to sell so that if you let it that's what's going to happen if you follow that path and you're at some that's point the, that, you will be a got, simple form that's the hustler mentality on another level when i got on when i got my deal Mm-hmm. Um, I was still going to practice raps with my bros. I wasn't like, y'all mad busy. I came and kick it with y'all. I'm coming out here. I wasn't getting no, I wasn't like this. Oh, we out. Oh, Miami, here we come. Oh, LA, we out. Um, and then when I was going to LA and doing shows with Buck and Black Moon and them, I would come back. I would have a couple of dollars, a hundred dollars, buy some weed, and we go smoke with the guys. Right? So. Um, yo, hold on, y'all wanna y'all wanna y'all wanna get a deal with nervous? Y'all wanna sign to these cats too? Oh nah, hell no, we ain't mm nope. We had um a couple of lucky turnouts, but honestly in my in my my humble opinion, I think that we were sloppy. You know, we didn't know the power and, and, and because and it's probably because we wasn't thinking we didn't have that capitalist uh, mentality. He was like, "Oh snap, got a big ass office around the corner from Pete Diddy." Um, they had the, They was like, they knew what to do. You know what I'm saying? We were still in that kind of having fun mentality. Like we smoking reefer in the in the in the, in the boardroom. We having meetings, all right. <laughs> we in the conference room. You can't even see in that piece. Watching videos. You know what I mean? Like. It's like, is this unreasonable, sir? <laughs> it was, uh, yo, we on the 18th floor. The security mm. in the the security in the lobby used to come upstairs and tell her they could smell the weed mm. from the 18th floor. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yo, y'all gotta, you know what I'm saying? We can smell that, bro. In the lobby. <laughs> in the lobby. <laughs> There's there's the spoils there's the spoils and the good parts of the uh, and the heights uh, of being at the peak during the golden age, right? Meaning there was meaning there was money to, you know money being spent. Uh, so there's good stuff. Like talk about one of your best moments at at the at the peak level of being being during that ever era, mm-hmm. and then talk about one of a highlight. Give us a highlight and a low light. Um, it's it's quite a few. Uh, it's quite a few highlights, man. Because what, what I think about one of the most important things for me was recording that shining, um, and being influenced by those brothers because we did our album in 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 D and D, which is a, a historical landmark. Oh yeah. Uh, so. I was around guys like Nas. I was around guys like Biggie. I was around guys like MOP. I was around guys like Gurus lived in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was around guys like Premier. Uh, that just reminded me of there. the D&D All-Stars record. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. that. I was around Karis. 
I'm getting goosebumps right now just naming those guys, man. Oh, like, yeah. I got the chance to, all of those people who I was, you know what I mean, hearing and, and thinking that, yeah, I'm, I'm, now I'm on, a, I'm on the line with them. I'm on the line up with them. I get to see them coming and going in the studio like we, oh, this all our house. Ooh. Then everything started happening. So that's like, if that ain't a highlight right there, man, I can't even talk about nothing else, really. Like okay. anything else is just like wow, superficial, you know. And mm -hmm. I think 360 degrees, um, one of the lowest points is later on, our brothers had put a, a record out, um, basically dissing Biggie in the video. They wasn't talking about him lyrically battle rapping him or nothing like that, but it was like it was an image that was pretty much like saying your your, your time Wait, is which over video? type stuff. Wait, which video are we uh, talking about? This this sounds like blasphemy coming from anybody from Brooklyn, bro. I forget the name of the video at the moment because we really don't like to talk okay. about this. All right, there we go. But it is blasphemy. It was one of the lowest points. I can't not take responsibility because if you have a voice, then speak, right? If you're sitting around going, it's my boy's record, it's their time. You know, you're trying to be supportive but you like, no, nah, I don't think that's really a good idea. And you gotta keep in mind you under the influence. You did just you did just your thing already. You can't it started getting a little bit shaky anyway, because now we all under the influence of of this this label that's putting money into the thing. So they wanna they they they're encouraging this this imagery. They think that this is cool. You don't know that Biggie is one of your biggest fans right now, and, and then you're gonna like some guys gonna whisper in your ear, be like, you know what? Let's do let's do some interesting. Let's let's come at Montel Jordan. Let's do some yeah. Let's do that. Worst move, worst move in the history of the boot camp click. Only thing lower than that is death. I mean, mm -mm. I'll never forget when Biggie died. Your partner Tech was a little bit lit. And I was driving a car, listening to Hot 97, and he gave his his own testimony on how it broke his heart, uh, uh, the loss of Big and stuff like that. I don't know if I don't know if you were with him at, at the time when he called up to Hot 97 at, at that point, but that was that was a monumental thing. They had to actually take some. They had to, at the time they didn't have the seven second delay. But you know, them guys was friends, man. They hung out from they from he from they side. He from around that area. He from the star, and he spent a lot of time with Junior Mafia and with Savage. Spot like just like that's real life stories. That's not no corny raps. And um, right, it's like you know we had a relationship with 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 the brother, but it was just like you know snakes in the lawn man and, and 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 you know the young boys was a little bit influenced by that and i think that us as the older members should have been adamant about leaving that Check out of here instead we thought it was more i guess to each his own this is your liberty to to, to express yourself these are the, the images that you want to use and you know that particular video was the one that was a that was the beginning of a downfall for us we it affected all of us collectively you know because mm -hmm. then you then you go like a year later two years later after you drop this song this guy is murdered so now 
you know, you just look like whoever the enemy of this man is. It's like your friends don't want to kill us. Let's kill him. I think Son was had beef or something. You know what I mean? But besides yeah. that, we had great relationships with with this guy. You know what I mean? And 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 fortunately, we've all matured past those type of things. We have a great relationship with Junior Mafia now. You know, we knew that at that point, that move was ridiculous, and it was um. Again, I can't stress enough that it was influenced by these. Though these are the vultures. These are the ones that's you know they're trying to pit us against each other, in hopes that it will spark this drama and you can eat off of that. You know what I mean? Right. Remember the, remember those times. Remember those days. Let's let's have this war. Like it's not like the current guys who can go your. Um, it would be a dope move for Fifty and Kanye West to be. You know, know each other and all of these. That's, that's marketing, right? That's, that's what I'm talking about. That, so, 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 that's so, also a losing battle, by the way. Just gotta, uh, gotta say, uh, uh, absolutely. Matthew money. money. Have Matthew. all these different corny ways of just trying to ride the wave and all of this wacky job. Just make your music, man. Make your music. Your people. Simple. I'm glad we can be. I'm glad Tech and I can be in this in this in this state where we can just make our music. And in addition right. to me dropping my album. On Friday, he's dropping the project the following month. When I go to his page on IG or social media, or whatever, he's promoting my project. He's 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 splashing his stuff up there, letting you know it's coming. But it's like we're not too far gone where we can't promote each other's right. work. Well, I was talking about this the other day. You're you guys are a testament to work ethic and and like production producing you know it's like outputs everything right like yeah. and you guys do it and i'm buying tech text serving me coffee mug ads and uh i'm like right. you know buy one <laughs> i was like really let's talk about the putting in work side because a lot of people a lot of people don't really don't really understand it a lot of people only see the videos or they only right. see some shit right. like making the, the band where they think yeah, they, they see something like making the band where it's like they think somebody's going to get on in a month. Please explain, because you've been inside the studio, you've put into put in the work, explain to someone, to anyone, to <laughs> us and everyone out there, how much work that is. Man, listen, I'll say this. Most of the stories that you hear, like all of these albums, man, I mean, all of these albums, I don't know if y'all can see them. All of these. Oh, yeah, we can see them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All of these joints. Yep. It's like testimonies to the work. You know? Okay. The fact that um, we got a song with Professor X on our second album. You know what I mean? With the key, sissy. Like, yes, sir. This is, like, this is biblical. This is this is this is this is biblical. I could put this is all holy scriptures right here. You know, I hear this you. Holy scriptures, and we came such a way. I, on my second album, I got a song with Raekwon, the chef. That's crazy. On your second album, wow, yo. But then, and in, in reality, it's like our first album. The first year after that, we dropped nine five and nine six. We beefing with the label, and in and in that and no, you know now we doing paperwork. Now we not creating nothing. 
just that fast. You was about to jump off the off the springboard and do a nice semi-tuck dive into that cool pool. And halfway up the steps, I don't know what happened, man. Like it was a blooper. You know, these guys ain't really know what to do, but what we we were smart enough to go, we need some more money, man. <laughs> right. Okay. Kind of famous, man. We're kind of getting up there. So it's like the work comes in, it's so much red tape and behind the scenes stuff, which is why I'm grateful now because 25 years later, celebrating the release of The Shining, we did a new single with, with Nervous. So for, for mm-hmm. since we did that piece of work with them, we ain't work with them, which is nuts. Open money, too. You know what I mean? Like, yo, give thanks. But putting it back together is what's more important. 360 degrees back home, it should be that, you should be trying to finish this cycle. Complete well, finish that's that. you started. Your creative cycle is not done yet. It's the concept of dropping rock, dropping right. all the weight, right? There's no point right. to carry that beef. Stupid shit. 2002 comes around. There's supposed to be another Smith & Wesson project, but it never got released. It was on, it was on Raucous. Raucous, right. Are those masters anywhere? Red tape. Nah. What, what, what? What held that up? We demo some joints that are just lost, um, but they really wanted they really wanted um, Super Brooklyn. They wanted they wanted that one. They were like, "This is big. We can blow this up." And you know, these guys was like they was super adamant about that. Um, but you know, they started to take us around to some producers, and, and, and interestingly enough, at that time we had new producers as well. So we was demoing some stuff up presenting it and 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 um trying to formulate that relationship but unfortunately yeah you know what happened with that them guys defunct and um, they went up yeah they went under and i think later on they got absorbed by a bigger company some songs we had the rights to those songs they didn't give us nothing for those songs so we put our mixtape called uh still uh uh, x files smith and west x files so some of them joints is on there and yeah, those are those are we own that. They ain't they ain't pay for no studio to us to record and none of that stuff. So anything that they did, they may have their hands on. They got that is what it is. But it's cool because like 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 Fubs was saying, like uh, I'm grateful to have Tech as a partner because even though sometimes you get stuck in your your ways or whatever, you might not feel it. You might not feel the drive like I used to. Sometimes you still can find. Energy somewhere to be creative, and if you could find right. that, find that little wave, man, that's that's all you need, man. You're gonna you're gonna do something. I real. made two decades as a group putting out like what ten albums, ten. At, well, we got a Smith and Wesson, including the Rude Awakening, Coco Bubba Joint, seven, and right. then and then solo collectively, solo is five six albums each. Something like it's that. It's a constant. It's a constant. You know, it's 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 nonstop. Like you fill in the boot camp joints, and then you throw on you sprinkle a bunch of features across the globe. Right, that's the lot work. The madness, right there. It's never. It's never not putting music out. It's more or less. It's a new album, which we were lucky enough to uh, get a listen to today. Sounds Jesus. great. Wow. Thank you. Uh, in fact, I I don't feel fully prepared to like get go in on it because I feel like I need more time with it. You know, there, there's yeah, a lot. I understand. 
It's a diva album. Well, how, how about this? How about this? Uh, let's. You can maybe curate us through it. It's the third one, City Under Siege. Obviously, those images are those the images from Minnesota and the George Floyd, uh, the George Floyd protests, or where are those images from? Um, well, they're a collage. Your outro track is crazy, by the way. Oh, this, the acapella. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, I've been listening to it nonstop. It's like it's yeah. how you guys recorded that is kind of creepy. Because <laughs> it's like it doesn't sound like you at certain moments, and you're like that's in, and then. Doesn't sound like you're in the same space as yourself. It's really, it's creepy. It's amazing. Yeah, it, that was on repeat today. I was like, yo, this is there's many levels to this. I appreciate All that. Right. Man, that's that's crazy. I, I, I um, I was I was contemplating putting that on it, you know, and I and I let I let uh, SK hear it, mm-hmm. and he's like, yo, that's that's insane, yo. We can start the album off with that. I said, nah, we can't start the album off with that. End it. Yeah, end it. So is this is this album on uh like I know we spoke briefly yeah. about it and uh you know people are gonna say, Oh, you, you know, you, you jumped on the trend but before you started make, making this before the madness really right. ensued in the right. beginning right. of uh twenty twenty, right? Which is crazy, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. This was this was like this was before that's the best way to put it. Um we had just came off of the 25th anniversary, right? We we did a show to, to to commemorate our 25th anniversary on February 9th. I was there. That was that was the last everything. I'm like, yo, nobody better not start no riots at my party, man. Word <laughs> <Burn> up, <laughs> no riot. Oh, not gonna man. tolerate it this time. Like, everybody was there. It was really everybody was there. Yeah, it felt really that's good. Dope. Um, but. After yeah, that, this, 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 yeah. Work, I got sick, bro. You know, so I but had. You were working on this before all that, right? Like this yeah. whole message is crazy. Yeah. I had, I was contemplating when, how, and then, when everything went, I was like, oh snap, okay. <laughs> Marketing plan. First songs I made was probably like May, so at, initially I had, I had to, I had, I was picking out beats, different producers. Some beat minor beats. I had some King Solomon. I had some other cats. Probably like two SK beats. Then I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what? I want to just do this. I just want to write my thoughts down and just put them out. I don't want no campaign. I don't want no no features. Just he and I are gonna do this, and we're just gonna make this a piece of art and just go. But then. It's like the, the 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 madness was like it was almost prophetic to me. Yo, it's like wow, this is going on, bro. While you while you're saying this stuff, as if it's supposed to happen. I mean, I guess yeah. Obviously. I saw I saw SK speaking last week, and he said you were writing it as it was happening, and he said it was just real wild. Yo, like it was yeah, like so 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 like when I did number two. <laughs> Crazy. Obviously, I was in. I was using um, America's Nightmare. Yeah, when I when I did when I did the second one, Children of War. I, I literally was doing research about certain things. You know, what I mean, I wanted to have okay. my facts together. And on this one, okay. I said, what "I'm not going to do is preach to people." 
know, okay. just have a just a just a, just an off the cuff organic conversation and just show the cynicism and the irony and all the ridiculousness that's in our face and just rap like Sean Price would say, "Yo, just rap, dude." so i was i was channeling sean i'm like yo <laughs> that's why a lot of them words is like yo us created you on the bomb let's flow with it so what how it was coming to your brain right now say that say it bro you know these things already this is all like matter of fact you know this is all common knowledge so you don't have to go and go let me see let me do a research on that you know all that you've watched many documentaries movies uh, remakes and stuff like that, and then you see the um, the impact that it has. That's why that's why it hits you like that. You know, I wanted to make that something that was more uh, um, of art value. But then as we started getting deep into it and things started cooking up even more, I'm like, you know what? Get some features. Yeah. I'm like, yo, SK, thing. He's like, yo, whatever you want, it's up to you. I mean, at this point, he was like, yo, dude, we don't need nobody on this. We can go right now. He's gonna try to put it out last year, but I'm like, yo, we uh-huh. came this far. We might as well, we might as well just put out all and round it out, round it all the way out. Like, yo, I, you know what? Let me holler at um, uh, Jadon. I mean, Jadon came later because I wasn't sure if I was gonna put any reggae influence on this, and I was like that. Cause I ain't ha- I ain't feel like I had the right track form. I was so like mad scientist with it, bro. I was like, yo, yeah. I'm not trying to have a bunch of whatever that don't go to. I was listening to um, Sean Price. Um, Let the church bell ring. Oh man, the junior rejoin. Yo, I was like, and I was like, what am I thinking about? Of course, Jadon can get on this song. What, what? Yeah, this one, that one. I said, you know what? We go call son. Yo, I'm the project, bro. Like, I, I, I want to see. If, I want to see if you can even vibe with these joints. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, send them. Boom. He's like, yo, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you want me to talk about that stuff right now? He's, like, oh, he's the best. That's, that's serious, bro. I'm like, yeah, that's what's coming out, bro. He's like, yo, nah, I'm gonna I'm write something to it. I'm a boom, 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 boom. And first shot, man. I heard what he did to it, and I, I swear to God, I think I sent it to Fubs. I yeah. like Fubs. I, I think I played it for him over the phone or something like that. Because I, yeah, I, I was in the house literally crying, bro. I was like, wow, this dude is like spiritually. It is a job damn thing. He came here, came <laughs> up and down. He's <laughs> like, and... like, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. came down, man. And, and it made me feel good because I'm like, yo, you cannot half step on your creative uh, your creative prowess because I was I was I was in a way where it wasn't one of my best years. I wasn't feeling like reaching out and doing all the politicking with dudes. You know, I was trying to like I was kinda like this, boom. And um then when he sent me that, it made me feel like like I got baptized or something. Like, yo, don't never forget, bro. Don't ever forget. And you know what? These are your brothers. All of them. All of them. Like we need to. We need to be. Uh, we need to be as influential as these. Uh, these. Um, these negative things that we don't like. 
and right sitting there making a fuss about right now. Yo, dude, you, I got a mic in my crib, you know? And if I can find an inspiration, I can sit here and be productive. Um, so let me hit up Napoleon the legend. He likes the rhyme, but I don't want the rhyming. I, I, I don't want a bunch of guys in my thing rhyming. I just got to make sure it goes together. You know? Production. Word. Okay. Right. Producing this joint, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have a marriage. You gotta go like that. So I'm just, I'm super grateful that all them people showed up for work, and 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 um, I got, I got two boot camp cats on there. Two most important cats on there. But Rock is yep. the first yep. guy. Yo, yeah, Rock, Rock and Spice yep. One on a track. So on together. track number two, the only track number, number two, America's Nightmare. Right. Title track, <laughs> crazy. That's the yo. That's one of the best features I got. It's just crazy. As you said before, he was already rapping before you. Rock already. Right. He he was already doing what he was doing. He sounded like the same way he sound now, killing. Right. That deep voice. The deep voice. The 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 you know animated. Rapid, rapid fire thing that that he had a he had yeah. a rapid fire thing before certain other rappers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He had to, you know, um, was he was he also like when he was in the lab with you guys? Was he also trying to trying to help help you guys find your way, or was he trying he, to help you find your way specifically? That was our school, respectfully, you know. So it was it was never like we was never battling each other ever mm-hmm. um, not even for fun right not, not even for, for fun. fun not even fun you write your rhymes and say them i write my rhymes i say them we was you know we was building it up um and yeah and in that regard we was all you know culturing each other so anything that i was doing i was including these brothers i was if i, if I had a, a show i would at least come with me um the show i did at the apollo Rock wasn't there, but Tech was there. And at that time, Tech wasn't rhyming. So it's like Rock was the first guy. Yeah, he was already guns out, man, hot, smoking. Honestly, I mean, like with the way that he did his style, did you feel like he was ahead of his time? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's the reason for Sean Price joining the boot camp clip. Really? Yeah. I, I knew Sean that as a, a deadly, kid. That was a deadly duo. Forget about it. Forget about it. That's right? It. Two of the most unique voices in the game, like, as the, far as... Unique voices and characters, man. Those guys right there are incredible characters, man. Word. I knew Sean as a kid. This was, like, at, like, eight, seven, eight years old. So when I, I'm signed, right, I'm trying to uh-huh. get to that part. We having talks. I don't know if I was officially signed as of yet, but... Uh-huh. I recall a day when Rock was like, yo, I found my partner. <laughs> Word. Mm. He's like, he's from Brownsville. You know him, too. I said, "Word." I said, who? He said, Sean. Jeez. I said, you sure? <laughs> 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 Sean, you sure from Brownsville? Don't have? Yes, I'm telling you, son. Yo, son. Like, Rock is another one of those meticulous, put, put, put it together type of gaps. And it, how you like that when you're 16, 17, bro? You know? Was he, did, 
Is he really good like that off the top though? Like 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 we, what you see in some of the some of the freestyle videos. We that- used to um Cephalo. We was the young dudes. We was the grunts. It was a couple of older cats, and there was a couple of other little hardhead cats that pretty much wanted to battle us. So at all the block, every every year it's a block party in the hood. So we would go through the hoods, and dudes would want to. They would want to battle us, but we was collectively they could. They couldn't. They had no wins. Once Rockstar, if, Rock, if you got a rock on your squad, you're pretty much going to be winning a lot of games. And <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just good enough to shoot some 16s at these cats. You know what I mean? I ain't doing what he's doing, but I can shoot a couple of things. And then Supreme is just a smart kid with all the guard body talk and all that. Like, and it just sounds cool, right? Um, yeah. These other cats is rapping, deep, top dog. That's my brother. That's my blood brother. He ain't rhyming, you know. His mm-hmm. first rhyme was Soundboy, was that record. Really? <laughs> and it wasn't intentional for him to become a part of a group. It was more so to spread the love, because that's my little brother. And he loves oh. reggae. So I'm like, yo, j- jump on and set it off for me and tech. I want to do something creatively cool, you know. But then they, that spawned into later on, they spawned and they, they put a group together. You know, but the um the conception was uh was immaculate to say the least, man. You know, so having rock on this current album, which was an afterthought too, because I ain't gonna lie, man. Once I got Spice One, I was like, yo, I am, I'm good, I'm straight. I don't need Spice One. Nobody, you brought it brought it to the to the the man that started the concept. Right? up the G, but now I figure, you know, I can't. I can't deny my love and my heart for my bros. So I'm like, yo, Rock is the monster. So what better to have not, you know, the monster put the monster on the nightmare. It's monster, it's monster. really like it's Hell, it's something yeah. you've never thought you hear together, but their voices because right. it like Spice One's delivery is real fast, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's you're that like Bay Area, that's that Bay. Yeah, E forty. That's that. That's that. That slowed. It slowed rock down a lot. It was very interesting. It was. It was amazing. It's amazing. I was like, please let him say immortal technique. I know that he be talking that. He be talking that garbage, man. I was like, I need that. I need something. (laughs) This track, bro. And it was like push us down the towers. You know what I'm saying, like. It was so messed up because he was like, yo. The best. I got you. The best. I got you, right? And then I was like, yo, this is a blessing. He's like, yo, I, I, he's like, I'm a, I'm a, I was like rushing, right? I was like on my Putin twist, right? I'm like, yo, man, I'm trying to put it out in June, son. Like, before <laughs> like, the election. Yo, I'm, you know, I'm going to try to make the, I'm going to try to make the, um, the time schedule, whatever. Cause I'm working on some stuff, so I'm like, yeah, I respectfully, if you can, whatever. I just, I appreciate you even responding. And then probably like a week later, somebody that he knew close got murdered by police or some wildness. So it was like, yo, everybody was in a frenzy, and nobody wanted to really rap. I ain't want to rap either, bro. But I'm like, yo, I gotta, I gotta find an outlet for this, for this, for this, for this thing I feel right now. It's going on in my brain, like what therapy, rap therapy. Yeah, so. Creativity. With SK because he's the illness. 
he he's a sleeper, right? He's like it's jazzy guy. Here come this 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 cool head beat he's making. So relaxed, guy. right? <laughs> he's such a relaxed guy. He's like just he's like he's like your science teacher, music teacher, he's, middle school. That's that guy. He's like a junior high middle teacher. Xavier. He's Xavier. Yeah, totally. Charles Xavier. Like how long we knew each other. Come on, bro. Like he was sending me beats from what, 2012? Crazy. Right? So it's a build. We, we did a great thing with building bridges because he was he he had no clue that we was gonna pull it off like that. I'm saying I'm like, yo, this is a practice session for us to see how we can build together. And um Exactly. That's why I got all these guys. That album's amazing. No. That album's dope. Skags. Skags. That was was the beginning for us, man. That was the real, like, SK is a dope guy. He's a really, really, he could have been, like, you know, a a jerk. Like, many producers are jerks, man. They're really jerky boys. But he's like, yo, he was so humble and excited. Like, I bought all my family. This album sounds really good. The new album, it sounds good. Yes. Like, the production sounds good. The rhymes sound good. Oddly, oddly, see this guy? The songs sound good. There are no corny hooks. He sent me beats. From from 2012 to 2019, Jesus, I got all of those. Oh my goodness! And I, I swear, I swear to you, that's what I'm doing. I just once I, I put the blinders on, and I just zoned out to all. I don't know, maybe like 300, 400, some kind of odd number like that. Wow! Just going boom, boom, boom. So anything that stuck to me, I would put it. To the side, write it down, and what it made. What did it make me feel? What What can I? This sounds crazy, right? Here. This is like, yo, yeah, this, yeah. This is this is it's going. It's popping on this track. It's, this is this is military. This is army. Something's getting blown up. Uh, you know, yeah. Let me just put that boom. So stacking them up, and then once I had them, once I had the ones I thought I, ones that just wouldn't leave me. <laughs> Um, there's some, there's some like heavy, like almost evil sounding shit in this. There's some low. Yo, I'm trying to tell you, like at first we didn't know that. So as we, as it's going and going more, and you listening to this, you like, yo, this is what we working with. I don't even see SK making some of that. Like it's like almost like a different side of them. Some of it. You know what? Let's get let's let's actually get into that. The social commentary. You started to write before some of this stuff started to happen, right? Right. But now let's get into let's get into how that connected now with the release date and how some of these songs have related to some of the some of the things that have happened. I mean, you know, pandemic I would say the first awakening of other people to realize that we're being that 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 people who look like us are being you know killed indiscriminately on the streets. We've seen we our we, own domestic terrorism. We have we have survived four years of Donald J. Trump. We watched the most madness on television, and everybody was like, "What?" 
<laughs> this is really going on? Yo, when you say it now, doesn't it seem like like we all like took acid at the same time and it yeah. didn't happen? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It seemed like we definitely went through a time warp or and, some crazy it's, LSD. It's not time. over. But no, but no, 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 no. But I do feel, yeah, like I, I'm not. It, it we're like in between seasons, you know what I mean? Like you're in straight free fall. Like what the I'm fuck? Like, this shoot gonna open ever? Like this shoot might not open, right? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I had a dream that I was in the. I jumped out of airplane, but I think that was that was because I saw this uh, this old vet. I think he was like 99 or he turned 100. It was like, yo, I want to, you know, get my get a skydive on. He was like, yo, what else is there to do? I'm like, wow, worse, son. Just just jump out the plane. Like, where were we at? What was going on? We we safe? What are we thinking right now? Like, and and don't think, like, you talking about uh, people of color who have been indiscriminately just, just bombarded with just, interesting you know this interesting paradigm that we survive through and it becomes a normality and right. like you have uh i forget this doctor was talking about he dropped a book called uh how to be anti-racist you know and um just speaking about instead of of being in denial like let's embrace wh- who we are what we are like you you America has been is 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 has been practicing systematic racism since you know it's not just with black people. We've watched the destruction of a lot of people, you know. Definitely. A lot of people in the name of America. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, and and you know, oh, yeah. we seen pissed off white folks in the mountains just want to live amongst their family. You know, and it's like you got, you got, you know, what kind of discrimination is sometimes with something you get lost and start thinking it's it's just black and white, but it comes Mm -hmm. from you know a total different uh, conception. And we talk about we the babies of Mother England. Yeah, that's the same. Kind of lies. We we need to go here and just take all of this, and this is for Mother England, and uh, we we gonna live like this. This is how we live, you know. Um, all this, this, this systematic, this, these programs that we that we have adapted has just be, has turned us all into some, you know. It has it has messed with our prejudice, our biasness, and sometimes you got to understand, like this kid, if he is a racist, is that a bad oh. thing? Who? If he if he's proud of if he's proud of his white heritage, if this guy is. A, uh, but centric, uh, cultural, cultural revolutionary. You know, like how do you we the best that? man. I mean, if, if if it becomes, if it if it causes a splinter, I, that's understandable. Because if you're like, if you're doing good and I'm doing good, like I, if I can go to Vienna, like I I sit in Vienna, like I've never been there until I started doing music, right? And I can go to McDonald's and don't see anything but blue-eyed, blonde-haired people. Like the whole Mickey D's, and yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and for, for a kid from the hood like me, my first experience with Mickey D's there was no white people in there, not even managing. So I'm like, yo, I just <laughs> black people. So you always think Mickey D's as this hood kind of yeah yeah it's for fancy, sure. but it's still hood. 
And then you go over here, you now you in Japan, and you see all these Japanese people in McDonald's. You're like, yo, what is racism again? I, I understand. Like you just, you're just you're, you're into your culture, and it has some, it has some, it has some prejudice in there because I'm looking at the kids the same way you're looking at me. They go in, they like, they like, what is that, mommy? Like I've most, never most, been around that before. Most ever. of it, uh, other than the systematic, like the, the difference, yeah. people's differences can lead to either like this that, conquest of wanting to know more that, or right. this. Right. And so that's the point that this dude was making about in his book. Like hopefully that's the dialogue. Like right. stop acting like this stuff ain't happened. Right. We all witnessed Rodney King get his ass beat. Like right. we, we all witnessed that. You know what I mean? Like we still talking about um, things that happened in the eighties, you know, like when 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 the, the, the cop right. got shot and the drug game changed. Like that's still we still making documentaries about stuff like that. You know, it's like, okay, we're still talking about the Dirty 30. We're still talking about 73rd. We're still talking about, like, a whole precinct that was, that was, uh... That was a crazy documentary. That was just crooked, bro. And not just one. This one, the Rampart scandal, the cats in the yep. Bronx, like... Well, it's you know, it's so systematic differences being... Capitalism and, and working class... Um, and bankruptcy as a city don't lead to anything good but corruption. No, man. I mean, we su- we survived the Reagan era, bro. Like we watched, we watched bombs over Baghdad in the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> the Bronx looked crazy. You were scared of the Bronx. Yeah, because it, it was like the the zoo, the Bronx Zoo, and then <laughs> just half empty buildings. Yo, like, or no buildings, or just like yeah, bricks. Sure. Just like, bricks, I mean, piles of bricks and fire. Like, well, you know, uh, at times, so at times when we were babies, at times when we were babies coming up, I mean, you know, the 70s in New York was probably, probably some of the worst times for New York City. Except That's for the butcher era. We just cycle. We just cycle. And every, like, cycle is a little less worse than the the one before that, you know? So, so like, yes. You, you put it together, man. I think when you talk about the differences, you know, and then we take that to that extreme where it now becomes um, this thing that we use, this weapon that we use against each other, and then we start naming it these other things. Then you have white people go, I'm not a racist, or cops say, I'm not a racist. Like, you think your differences don't are not having an impact on how you look at people that are different. My mom's called me a psychologist, right? Because I like the, okay. I like to study. I like to study the ways, how people move, and things of that nature. And and, and in doing that, you gotta kind of like be observed. It's not even you gotta do the, do the history. I got, I got books on. These are, these are some of the books I got, right? I, I like I like to read all kind of stuff. I got the Book of Mormon. I got the Bible, Rastafari. Okay. I got Kabbalah. The mysticism. The Jewish book of mysticism. Hey, watch it because these two will shoot space lasers. Uh, <laughs> I got the, yo, that bitch is crazy. Yo, <laughs> yo what the fuck is wrong like, like, Oh, man. I'll get, in, I'll get into it with cats because... I kind of need to read that, actually. It's like... It's like... Um, Passover. Hmm. Okay. If you want to, if you want to fine tune your differences where they're not, where they don't become like an affliction for you or anybody else, 
it's I think it's best to kind of like just do, learn something. Be be willing to have those conversations. Like when you like it's funny because when 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 George Floyd was killed, a lot of black people, a lot of my black friends was coming around. They was like, yo, um, they was bad at their white friends. And I'm like, well, what do you expect? You want your white friends to make you feel better right now? Like, what are you, what are you trying to, what are you getting at? What is, what is, what is this difference that's making you be upset with them? Because they're not posting up on Instagram and, and they're not saying anything loud. And, and I, that's like, I don't expect because, that. Them, but, but you know what? You don't expect it because, or at least I don't expect it because I know that even some, some of my very cool white friends, not these two guys, but some of my very of cool white friends these two guys. don't understand. Right. They they just they and, and not not by not through any fault of their of their own. They just how could they? They're ignorant to it. Right. By right. default. It's not it's it not that they're ignorant by, by by willful ignorance. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying ignorant right. in that So 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 when I say I'm in Vienna and I'm these blonde kids I've never seen nothing like that, bro. The last time I seen, the only time I seen something like that was on Children of the Corn. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> nah, look, not me. Look at all these white people. Wow, this. Is but I guess it's, that it's, must get really scary in a dark room where they're all holding up your album. Lights too. go out. I'm, out, I'm booking. <laughs> but it's like it's like physiological. Like, you ever you ever hold like weights or something and then you let go and your like arms move up that kind of thing like you're right. in a doorway. Not a loss in translation moment, which is always fun because it's like, oh, we're all on the same page trying to figure it out. Fine. Right. But, uh, oh, my God, you know, I'm calling the cops moment. Or, uh, it's like... That, it's funny that you mentioned that, Fubs, right? Culture shock. But we're getting culture shock uh, right now, all of us. And like you were saying, part of, part of what this album is, is the domestic culture shock that we've been going through. Mm-hmm. Right. This is where you get a lot of the people that, like, as you say, because you, you, you know what, uh, Steele, you gotta, from from the books that you just showed, it seems like you have a a, a good overstanding of of what's around us, right? Look, racism isn't gonna disappear. Some of your friends might have been say might have been mad at their white friends for not understanding. Others are mad for them not not speaking up. Right. And collaring one of their other white friends, like 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 we're always told, put a leash on your people, and this wouldn't be like that. Okay, put a leash on your people, and it won't be like that. Right. Right. So that's where some of that anger comes from. But when you when you take the time, and this is what I was just trying to get at, like in understanding what you said, and and uh, when you take the time to understand why someone may not understand that, you may not be mad at it. Or you've just been beaten the head so many times, like like most minorities in the, in the U.S. that you kind of get used to it, and you go, "Okay, this is part." Well, for the how many how many right. white people major in African studies comparatively? American Compar- studies, you know what I mean. How so many, how many white so what happens is is people <laughs> people specialize and, and explore and research certain shit that, you know, that that is interesting to them or they can relate to. Uh, And many times, some of these racial tropes 
people know about them because they experience them and every culture has them you know what I mean and, and very often you could be in a situation where something happens and someone is offended and you don't really understand right what what just happened you know what I mean it it's like me right. with that Trujillo it's jacket. like a culture shock you know My ignorance lead me to this uh, and because I'm because I'm this Brooklyn cat, I might not back down. You might be trying to. You you trying to defend your position? Yeah, that's a that's a. But the know, only way that you're gonna know is if someone tells you, right? Right, right. And if I'm right. open-minded for it, I think oh, exactly. And you have to be I've open for that. I've definitely had conversations with people. Um, One. At Steele's house, where they think that all Jews are like uh, Hasids, and I'm like, no, <laughs> like I'm not a Hasid. Like, it's not <laughs> straight up. Right. Like, I just, just, just want to know where y'all are hot. They all live in Jaime Town, or what do you call it? Right. Uh, 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 Kingston Avenue. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Right. Hey, hey, listen. Yeah. I lived, I lived on Ocean Parkway and <laughs> Ave, between Avenue L and Avenue M. There but, was nothing. But Hasidic so, Jews are there. So <laughs> right. like, it's like no, like they're, they're Jews. I'm Jew, but that's not me. Right. You know, like I, 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 think I have lasers. You know, lasers. Um, that's what I love about <laughs> you, man. I love that human side because we don't deal with each other like that, and that shows me that that doesn't have to be a staple in your characteristics. You know, I can learn from, you know, and, and, and plus I go out of the country and often I'm around, I'm around all different kind of people, man, beautiful people from all different walks. And it helps me to understand how to carry myself when I'm in New York, because, you know, New York is a melting pot of a whole bunch of stuff. That's know? right. So it's, it's, right. it's, it, 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 I mean, for me, man, it's like. It's better for me to be like that. I can't be talking about the soldier and the general and if I don't know anything about the terrain or the people, you know, the culture that I rep. So whatever whatever I have access to, I'm, I'm just sharing that. I'm not holding on to it. Let it go. Plus the soldier has to be part diplomat, don't they? Um, yeah, I mean, I would assume so. It depends on depends on your, uh, your, your rank and file, I guess. If you were... Uh, if you're a straight mercenary, you might just be, you know, get your own. force. I don't know. But if you're one of those people who think that doesn't affect all of us, then, yeah, you got a lot to learn. You have, right. like, I just watched this film, uh, American Skin. Um, and, and uh, you know, Spike Lee, uh, I think Spike Lee directed it, but... It was written by what's this guy's name? Nate Parker. Okay. Just a few minutes ago, a few minutes ago, he was in a, another film where he was he was kind of like catching some some heat by the last film. Some other. Did guy. he do? Um, um, he directed it too. He did direct yeah, it. He did the screenplay and directed, directed it. it. And yo, and I mean, I'm crazy. Know, anyone of y'all saw that yet? I haven't. Uh, not yet. It was. It's dealing with kind of like what we're speaking about. Um, just trying to 
show people. I want to show you what I felt. When this happened to me, I'm about to take it to the extreme just so you can see something real quick. And I don't know what the outcome is going to be because this is going to because because we still are living here. Mm-hmm, I don't think mm-hmm. you're going to go, yo, I, I get it, man. See all this time? <laughs> and bro, yo, I'm, yo, bro, you know, fist bump. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh man, I didn't know hey, like this though. But hey, yeah, the ignorance. I trust all that. Yeah, but I, I think um, there are more. There are more artists. Of, of, of course, I would admittedly have to say that it's due to our this tumultuous this last year that we had, where people are now more willing to be honest um other individuals are more willing to listen which is unfortunate that it's the behest of someone's death or a few people's death right um but this is something that has to be brought attention to like it's a lot of things like we we, we started this conversation talking about hip-hop like we got to bring attention to all the hip-hop all the young brothers that's getting that's dying in hip-hop like, it's like hey, what is it? Is it the hip hop that's killing them? Is it the fact that they're saying that they're amongst the wolves? And this is just we we just looking at people. They telling us what this what what the uh, uh um by real poverty and um, lifestyles that you just think is on TV. These kids are really looking up to the the video game. You really think that uh you you want to be like that guy that's that's busting the gun, jumping over the kink, robbing the bank, doing all this, like the games that we're playing without having this understanding is destroying a whole generation. Generation. Can I can I interject with the, uh, on that idea? Because a lot of a lot of these diff, different industries would would point the fingers at each other. Of course, kind of thing. They're different. Right. That's that word again. Different. Right in the nineties, in the in the nineties, when they when they got rid of all of the 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 conscious stuff and the backpack stuff, and the only thing that was selling was drug and guns and being a hustler and making some money, you know, and outcast. It's easier for industry to point at point at the rap industry. I would say the 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 movie industry, right? Because I make music. I'm not trying to trying to make music for for people to go out and fucking hustle i'm trying to make music so people go and make music right and a movie will, will will a movie will show people in their whole process of doing whatever they're doing and glorify it a little bit more because it provides a visual mm-hmm. right not just like a video or a song which might help release somebody i would say books which certain books are pretty damn graphic mm-hmm. right and may not be so influential to 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 what people may do, but you know you can see the fingers being pointed everywhere. You just you just blame video games, whereas some people are playing video games because they're aspiring to be the next the next six figure esports guy playing. That would playing be great. But I don't know what you're gonna learn from what's the name of that video game that came out. It's like they on number twelve now. Yeah. Theft Auto, number twelve. They on what number? Two you right now. Yo, what you learn from that is you do some shit and the cops are gonna chase you. You Yo, do learn that from the game. It's fun. Meanwhile, 
you watching people's feed and this looked like that. It looked like a, a one of those games of Grand Theft Auto. Like I'm like, let's spin the block, son. Spin the block. <laughs> Yo, what? Hey, listen, I'm, let's go I'm, I'm from, and shoot at people. I'm from Sheepshead Bay. There were a lot of cars being stolen by 13 year olds in the fucking in, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, the 80s yeah. and the 90s. Yeah, yeah for sure. GTA GTA was GTA was happening before GTA was happening. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. So life imitates art. We really appreciate having you on here. We ran a little over time, but it's about time for hey, us to look. To, look, to look, at, look at the great minds that's on here, man. We we was we overdue, but we could do a part two because I think um, SK SK came and hit me up, and maybe we can bring him in, and, and maybe we can double please. up the tech too, and he could talk about his. Uh, please, we could just have yeah. a powwow, man. Right on. Jeez, man. We do, we do this three nights a week. We're good. <laughs> yeah, we're looking to expand. We're looking to expand and have guests, especially guests like yourself, who's carried a, a, a great conversation with us. I want to thank you personally as a fan to be yes. able to talk to you because I never I never got to, to meet you personally like these guys have. But Thanks. believe me, I've been listening to your music. And anybody that's doing great things and making an impact in music, from Brooklyn, like myself, I always follow these people, yeah, no, right? Keep keep doing what you're doing, uh, you know, and, and when you get the chance to give other people the chance that you guys had, do that, do that. Yes, I want to thank you for being on here. We're going to definitely have you on here again. Yes, sir. Appreciate I, you. I, I could come in here and just, and just be like a, a, a guest cor- curator and we get this, you we know. We would love it. We yeah, always we, have space because we have such lackadaisical co-hosts. Woo, yes. Yeah, we can maybe we can call today. You know what I mean? Word I, I would love to come and kick it with y'all guys. Oh, place. Oh, definitely. But, like we really appreciate that. Yo, the album is called America's Nightmare Three. Three. City Under Siege. Should have been Nation Under Siege, but you know maybe that's what four will be. <laughs> You know, and it's dropping. It's Amazing. dropping. Yo, in what you should have done was. You know, that's just a fan talking, right? I'm sure you get that in the comments. Like, I'm gonna critique this right now. Yo, you fucked up. Rest in peace, Ricky Bow. Rest in peace, Cicely Tyson. Oh, sorry. Rest in peace, sucker MC. I don't want to laugh over. Rest in pieces. Nah, right. nah, but we listen. It's it's we ain't saying that because we sad. Because those people look lives, you know. And I think right. that, you know, if, if anything, God forbid, happened to any one of us before our, our, our time or whatever and something like that, I, I want people to celebrate. And I don't want to like when I look up at and I see these young brothers like a, a pop smoke who is about to be like super uh, large in the music and his, yeah. his life is taken yeah. like that because somebody wants to take something from him like you probably could have got a job from son probably could have got made money with him you know but but that grand theft auto mentality is detrimental to the to the to to a lot of people not just young black and latinos but you see when you start seeing children you know start just melting away and then um when you have that when you have that dynamic and then you have the other ones who, who who parents are paying for them to be in college so no one really understands any of that because they live in totally different paradigms. 
So you and I, yeah, we had to have this conversation. We had to build. We had to touch base. Those these are my two brothers, Serge and and Mr. Fubs. We've been friends for quite some time, and um, I love these brothers, man. So we're gonna we're gonna continue this 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 build. So Joe Slaughter, I'm gonna extend that to you as well, King. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. The album's called America's Nightmare 3. Get out there and get it when it gets released. It's going to be available on all platforms and hard copy? or Yes, we're going to do all platforms. Right now, we're going to bust with the digital warm you up. Vinyl, hopefully. Vandal. See these cassettes. We might do some cassettes, too. We discuss yes. that. If we do that, that's going to be limited. Very limited. Uh, that's what I want. For your fans and the, the outlets for people that want to write you, what's the Insta? What's the, what's the info? General Steel. It's really all I deal with. General Steel on Twitter. I put um, a bunch of stuff on the chat room. His uh, Instagram and some other information. Website. Duck down. SmithandWesson.com. Show enough. Yeah, man, just, just watch the links. I think that um, Instagram is where I'm at, busy. I'm about to get a TikTok, though. I hear that's oh, popular. Shit. <laughs> what do you think about TikTok, Joe? Don't, don't hate TikTok. <laughs> I still don't get it. <laughs> but, yo, definitely looking, looking for part two. And uh, on behalf of one of our future co-hosts, the general, General Steele, salute. Salute. Having you on here on behalf of my co-host, DJ Vandal, Mr. Fubs. My name is DJ Jojo, a.k.a. Joe Slaughter. We out of here. Thanks for listening to the More Garbage Podcast. Peace.